All right, so I want to thank everyone who's listening to this recording. This is Brandon Allen from the Business Fast Track, and I am excited. I I don't know the last time I've done this. It's been years, but uh, I wanted to – I was so impressed by our guests today. I was so impressed by their service that I had to uh, put together a recording so that every chiropractic client that I work with had the opportunity to hear this person's message and how they create value at a high level uh, for chiropractors all over the country. And so what we're going to talk about today is called, is about time being the new currency. And, and as we talk about time, you will recognize that, look, we have uh, a lot of infinite resources. Look, you can always make more money. You can always hire more people. You can always get a bigger building. You can always get more patients. But there's one finite resource that if we want to have a scarcity mindset about something, time would be that thing that we will do that, that, will, that we should really pay attention to and get serious about because that is a finite resource that we have. So we're going to cover the two biggest things that cause you to spend more time than you need working in your office rather than on it. And if you've worked with me and you've talked with me, you know that I want you to work on your business because that's how you're going to leverage your value properly and at the highest level. But as we go through this, and, and, and John's promised me that we're going to go at a quick pace, um, we're going to talk about how you can process new patients faster with greater accuracy and compliance, and we're going to talk about the quickest way to document wellness care in order to get you out of your office and away from doing notes on your day off. Now, I know as you're listening to this, everyone loves doing notes. No one's excited about how could we do notes easier, how could we get paid faster, how could we do things the right way. But for those few that are interested in that, uh, please stick with us um, because we're going to talk about that. So, uh, so John, um, so I, I want to introduce John Devilla. John came to our office, and is just I was just really impressed. He came to our Living Wealthy event here recently, and he had the opportunity to uh, spend some time with our team, and he walked us through his process, and I was just so impressed. Um, by the process, and I saw the big possibilities for a lot of the chiropractors that I work with to, uh, to save more time, make more money, and have less heartache. And so I wanted them to uh, get involved and, and hear about John as, as soon as possible. So, so John, uh, in addition to helping people with these things, I know your background as a chiropractor, uh, tell us, Tell the, the listeners a little bit about yourself and, and how you've got here. Sure. Uh, I'll start with this. It, it, it goes back. I graduated from Palmer in 1994. And uh, I'll put it this way. I think we can, we can go back. We can all, always, all of us can go back to a, a seminal moment when you look at something and go, oh, that's me. Or I know this is going to forge me into what I want to do the rest of my life or what I can do or where I can make a difference. And for me, it starts out in 1999. Uh, I was practicing, uh, doing, you know, doing really, really well. And a friend of mine calls me up and he says, hey, listen, 
the guy I used to work for in whatever town in South Carolina uh, just uh, got arrested today. And I said, oh, okay. And what happened? And, uh, you know, this is uh, some issues. I wanted to know what the story was. And he goes, well, apparently uh, what he was doing as far as free exams for people, free x-rays for this, uh, circumventing insurance law, doing certain things, apparently that's illegal. And if you've been in practice, you know, from the Mercedes 80s through the Wild West 90s, we'll call it, there were no rules. And by the time it all came down, he had gone to jail. It was probably the end of 2000. And I remember looking online and finding all the things that he had done. It came down to this something, this OIG policy. And I had no idea what OIG meant. He said to me, he goes, he goes uh, have you seen it? I'm like, no. And he goes, OIG. And I'm like, what's that? And he goes, Office of Inspector General. He goes, they're like the Medicare police. Okay. So I download this form from the, from the web. And it's this policy or this uh, opinion uh, advisory on compliance for small group practices and single position offices. So, okay, cool. So I downloaded it. It took me literally uh, about three months to read it and digest it. So I had been doing some stuff, looked at it, and said, you know, this is pretty cool. And I had looked at some other things and I had realized that in my own practice, I was using a, a consultant, a chiropractic consultant, and we were killing it. I mean, we're, we're doing great. We're, you know, we're seeing 80, 90, 100 people a week, uh, low overhead, and you know, collecting pretty close to a million dollars a year, doing great. And I read this, and I start to freak out because all the things I was doing at that point in time were totally illegal. And I had gone to my coach, and I asked him, I said, hey, listen, Real quick, I just want to ask you, have you seen this thing from the OIG? I think this is going to be important because all the stuff you're teaching me to do is just totally wrong. And I'm going to assume, Brandon, that that day his crystal ball was either in the shop or broken, one of the two, because he said something to me that will stick with me forever. He goes, John, my son, they'll never go after chiropractors. They never pay us enough. And I remember exactly where I was and exactly what he said to me, and I could see his face telling me this, and I go, oh, okay. Well, I went back and had dinner with a friend of mine, his attorney, and he said, listen, this, if this, these are the rules that are going out. You can't be doing this stuff. This makes everything that you've been doing to get new patients illegal. So my attorney wrote a letter, and my attorney personally told me to fire him as my coach, and we did. So that had prompted me at that point in time to write my own compliance manual. And that's really where the story picks up because, you know, you ever had the day when you're really, really busy, but you're missing a staff member? and you're just flying around the office, and all of a sudden this guy comes in in a black suit, the white shirt, and he says, are you Dr. DeVille? I said, yes. He goes, hey, listen, I'd like to speak with you. I said, oh, sure, have a seat. I got some people in the back. And he goes, no, 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 now. And he pulls out his badge. I'm like, sure, come on back. Have a seat in my office. So he sits down, and he's like, listen, I have a problem. And I said, what's that? He said, you're billing more units per day than there's hours in a day. And I said, oh, that's interesting. Well, how I don't know how that is because I don't bill more than out of my office for me and what I'm doing. He goes, no, but what we found in your profile is that you're billing from two different locations in, in the city, in, in the Myrtle Beach area. And I'm like, oh, that, that doesn't make any sense because I only bill out of here. I'm only in one place at a time. He goes, yes, we understand. But in the last month and a half, two months, 
you've been billing more units than you, than are possible. And I said, well, that's that's impossible because I'm here, but I, I see how that could happen. I've been working with a group across town, but I'm only there every other Saturday. He goes, oh, yeah, we saw that as the profile of the very beginning. They raised some flags for us, and, and now we're looking at this, and now you're billing out every day from there. I said, oh, then that's definitely not my problem. He goes, why? And I said, well, you see, I have this compliance manual, and I reach behind my desk, and I pull out this gray manual, which I still have to this day. And I handed it to him. I said, on page 16, it says that services will only be provided by the, by the physician when the physician is on site. He goes, okay, that's great. That's your policy, but you're still billing. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. See, the, doc, the doctor I'm working with on the other side of town, if you go to the last page in the manual, is his attestation where he said he understood and would abide by all my rules. So if he signed that and he's doing that, that means I have no idea what's going on. And he said, huh, okay, well, let me take a look at this, and uh, you can just give me a couple minutes. I'm like, sure, no problem. So I went outside and adjusted people, and I'm willing to definitely say at that point in time they were not the best adjustments I'd ever given. Freaking out, this man's in my office reading my compliance manual. And about 10 minutes later, he comes back, and he says, me, come on in, I want to talk to you. And I said, sure, and I sit down. And he says, you know, obviously, you know what you're doing here. We've checked your profile. We've, we've asked you for records in the past. You've always passed. And apparently, this is not an issue for us to be dealing with with you. We're going to have to go to the other person because apparently, I'd like a copy of this that he signed. He wouldn't do this, and now he is. I said, if he's doing it, it has nothing to do with me because I didn't know, and I'm not getting paid from it anyway. He goes, okay, no problem. Listen, I really want to thank you for having this. And he goes, hey, by the way, did you write this? And I see yeah, I wrote it for myself. He goes, ah, very, very good. This is very complete, and it really kept you out of trouble. I said, oh, okay, cool. So as he walked away, I realized at that moment in time that not only am I a nerd for this stuff, but it saved my ass. And not only did it save my ass, but it really moved me to do what I do today. I realized that, hey, you know, I can take this OIG stuff and apply it to a chiropractic practice. And it moved me from that point in time to, you know, working with Palmetto GBA, which is the Medicare carrier in South Carolina. And I actually got to write their policy in 2001 and then train their nurses for almost three years. And then I worked with Blue Cross Blue Shield of South Carolina for their fraud, for their fraud you know, corporate audit division. And then even worked with a couple different chiropractic networks to consult for them and actually write a provider manual a couple of years ago. So I've been involved in this process the whole time. And that's involved my whole business because it's helped me to understand what doctors need. And so I created this, this whole system called my audit-proof income system, and I've really devoted my life over the last 13 years to help doctors protect themselves. So it, to get along that line, let me do this. Let me explain where these issues are. Because what, what we were talking about earlier, Brandon, was how, you, how time is the new currency. And what I want to do, there's two huge mistakes that, that I found in, in, in working with doctors the last 13 years that have the problem that if they're not done correctly, not only get your, can get your claim denied, it can cost you millions of dollars in both paybacks and also in lost revenue. And I know that's really where you really you know, focus on with your clients. So let's look at the first thing. The first one is your day one documentation. This is the biggest issue. Because in your day one documentation, you have to think of it nowadays, not that I'm just taking a note on day one or whatever I'm doing, you have to think of it like, uh, like where I live in Myrtle Beach, they call it a whole hog barbecue. You know, like the, the whole thing is chopped up from, you know, from snout to tail, 
and they chop the whole thing up, and there's no like there's no ribs or anything. They just do whole hot barbecue. That's it. Okay. And the way I equate that to what documentation is today is because that means that the way nurses review, if you don't have everything correctly done on day one, the entire thing done on day one, with every one of their 33 requirements, they will deny the entire case because the day one was not done correctly. So it's either you have the whole thing or you have none of it. So let me give you an example. A couple of years ago, I'm working with a client in Knoxville. And she says to me, she goes, hey, John, you know, I got a problem. And uh, Blue Cross Tennessee was just here. And I didn't document my exam right, apparently. And I said, okay. So I drove up to Knoxville, hung out with her for a couple of days. We went through the case, talked to the, to the, to the, um, the adjuster, the uh, interview, interviewer, and this is what they said. Well, the issue here is the fact that the doctor didn't actually write down what they were supposed to. I'm like, what are you talking about? And every doctor has this problem where they just have like a positive or a negative on their exam as far as a test being positive. So what happened was the doctor built muscle, muscle stimulation for shoulder pain, which would work. The only problem is in the test, when the, when the reviewer came back and asked the doctor, she said, yes, uh, I do muscle stim in the right shoulder. He goes, why? And she goes, well, there's muscle spasm in the right shoulder. And, she, and he said, great, explain to me how you prove that. Where does it come from? And she said, well, right here I have shoulder depressor test, and it's positive. And the reviewer, this is unbelievable, pulled out Susan's book, Differential Diagnosis of the Chiropractor, and opened up the book to a bookmarked page and said, excuse me, but I see here that one of the tests, uh, this test that you've checked positive, could be positive for a disc. She goes, yes. Okay, great. If it's positive for a disc, what would you do? She goes, traction. Okay. And it also says here it's positive for neuritis. He goes, is that true? She says, yes. He goes, what would you do then? She goes, I'd probably do ultrasound for neuritis. He goes, great. What if it's positive and it's stiff? She goes, oh, that's easy. If it's positive for that, it would be loss of flexibility. That would probably be activities and exercises. He goes, great. Well, what if it's positive for muscle spasm? She goes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's positive for muscle spasm. He goes, okay, well, what if it is? Well, I would do muscle stim. He goes, great. So he hands the exam form back to her and says to her, excuse me, couldn't you tell me which one does your test say it's positive for? And she goes, it's positive for muscle spasm. He goes, great. Please show me where you wrote down muscle spasm because it could be one of five different services. And she had nothing to say. You see, that one check mark cost her $22,000 in an audit because she didn't document the day one correctly. Now, that's an ex not necessarily an extreme example, but a very, very realistic example. And it comes on the, on the back of the 2009 OIG report. Now, if you go into the OIG report, they did a review on chiropractic documentation. And what they found was 83% of the chiropractic claims with documentation they reviewed were missing at least one or more of the documentation requirements listed by Medicare, which is absolutely amazing. That is absolutely crazy. One or more, 83%. So you got to ask yourself this question, why? Why, are why is documentation missing all the components? And I think over years and years of me looking at this, I think I know what it is. And there's two main issues, okay? So if you're listening to this, write this down. Here's your two main issues. The first one is doctors are missing 
the main components of a history. So here it is. I'm gonna, I want you. I'm going to say this real slow so you can write this down. This comes right out of Section 240 of the Medicare Manual, and it says this is your requirements on initial visit. There's seven requirements. The first one is PART, P-A-R-T, subluxation demonstrated by X-ray or physical exam. Okay, P-A-R-T, pain asymmetry, range of motion, and tissue tunnel change. Okay. Number two is a diagnosis of subluxation. Most people get that. Number three and number four are the main problem here. Ready? Number three is the patient history. Number four is the description of present illness. And most people look back and go, well, aren't those the same? And they're not. And this is where you have to be able to do it correctly. You've heard of OPQRST, right? Onset, pain, quality, you know, referral or radiating, you know, those types of things on when you're doing a history on somebody. The problem is you may sometimes have to do it twice. I know that sounds like a lot of work. Now, twice meaning if the patient was, let's say, 78 or 80 years old, they come in and they say to you, hey, doc, I went to pick up a pair of socks and I blew out my back. I can't get up now. Now, I know socks can be heavy sometimes, but they're not that heavy that it's going to pull a Sharpie's fiber out of the bone and blow a disc. So you've got to ask yourself this question. How did it start? What happened first? Simple. Mrs. Johnson, what happened? Oh, back in the big war of 42, I was lifting a propeller when I was putting a plane together and I blew out my back. Oh, okay. So as soon as there is a past history, something related to this problem, you have to go back and do your OPQRST for the past history and then why she hurt today. So those are big, big issues. You have to be able to do that. So now, if you're missing a component in today's world, they'll just deny it. Now, here's the good news. The good news is that with everything that we've done, it can actually be faster for you to do it the way that we've created my auto-proof income system. So what we've done is I've created intake forms that totally match all of Medicare's 33 requirements. So now what ends up happening is the patient spends the time filling out your documentation to make sure that it is totally complete. And then you come in, review it, make sure it's complete and everything, there's no blanks, and make sure it has everything you need. And that way, you can guarantee you have all the information. So that's including our auto-proof income system, which definitely helps you to be able to do this, helps you be able to get through your day faster. Imagine taking the most, the most important problem or part of the day, which is sitting down. Because think about it. Brandon, I, I know you, in, your, in your seminars, I've talked to a lot of your clients, and, and you talk about process, business process. Think about how ridiculous this is. The patient fills out a history. The doctor listens to the history. Then the doctor takes the patient's history and the doctor's written history and sits in front of a computer and enters it for a third time. Does, any, does that make sense to anyone else? Right. That, no. that makes no sense. You, you know what I mean? That makes no sense. What if... Your intake forms were everything you needed, and all you did was sign and date it that it was completed and it has everything you needed. How much time would you save then? Hours. So that's the first thing. The second thing on day one is treatment plans. That is the biggest issue. Creating treatment plans because of the seven things Medicare is going to want, number five is a treatment plan that includes both level of care, specific goals, and outcome measures, okay? You have to do a physical exam, which everyone does really, really well, 
and then just make sure you write down the, the positive negative, and then the initial data treatment, let's call Medicare, like they call it box 14. Now, treatment plans are huge because they're kind of like a guided tour. Okay, you ever like if you lived if you grew up in New York, they had those Perillo tours where you can go on a guided tour of Italy, leave out of New York, go straight to Venice, and take a tour of Venice with a group of people on a bus. My grandmother did it all the time. She went everywhere with her friends on a guided bus tour everywhere. Okay, now the reason why I say it is because it's like a guided vacation itinerary. At certain points in your vacation, you need to be in certain places in order to get on the bus to be able to see all the exact spots that and experience everything that's out there. Your treatment plan is no different, okay? Write this down. You cannot let urinate do the walking. You cannot let urinate decide, well, I'm going to do this today and this today and this tomorrow. And this. No. Your plan has to state what you're going to do and what goal you're going to get, okay? So when it's written correctly, the carrier can look at your treatment plan and expect what's going to see an outcome. So that way everyone knows exactly where you're at at any point in time, that's the reason why they pay doctors, to get specific outcome goals. And if you're looking at what's coming on down the road with Obamacare, outcomes are going to be the hugest issue. They're going to be huge. And you have to be able to start, you have to be able to start it with your treatment plan. Now, I think, I think, Brandon, the biggest problem is that most doctors don't understand what a, what a treatment plan is. And I think that goes back into old-time conversation about care plans versus treatment plans. Like care plans come from the chiropractic uh, training or practice management side of what we do, okay? So let's say a care plan is uh, I'm going to see the patient uh, 36 visits over three months and cost 1800 bucks. Now, those are good if you're going to do anything related to long-term care and dollar values with patients. Why? Well, you need to because you need to be able to tell them how long, how often, how much. Makes total sense, okay? Got to do it. No problem at all. Now, if you don't, it's a little bit of a problem because the insurance company wants to know not necessarily that it took you 36 visits. They want to know something different. So a treatment plan is not a care plan. Care plan is what you give the patient. A treatment plan would be this. This case is going to take 36 visits over three months and will cost about 1800 bucks. Plus, every four weeks, I'm going to measure an outcomes goal against where I think the patient's going to be at the end of 12 weeks. Now, when you do that, now you can create a total picture on where the patient is baseline to where they're going to go. Now, I get this a lot. Well, John, you know what? I'm a cash practice. Ah, got it. So you don't have a document, right? Yeah, I don't have a document. No, well, let's go through this. So I have a client uh, who says to me, oh, not a client, I'm sorry, I'm an attorney, he's a friend of mine, he comes to me and he says, hey, John, will you review these records for me? Sure, no problem. He sends the records to me and I'm looking at them going, well, uh, obviously the patient filled out an intake form. The doctor said they were, quote, unquote, a wellness doctor. And from there, hey, the doctor took uh, wellness notes. No big deal. I call up the attorney who's a friend of mine. I said, what would you send me these for? He goes, oh, you don't understand. Um, yeah, uh, the patient went and had a discectomy. I go, oh, I don't see that in here. Yeah, I know, because the patient stated to the doctor that she was getting worse over the last three weeks. And I said, oh, let me go back and look. And when I went back and looked on the patient's intake form, she stated she had all kinds of problems, all kinds of issues. I go, oh, wow, didn't even notice that. 
So the patient came in and said they're really, really hurting. The doctor said, I don't treat, I don't treat anybody. I only diagnose. I only get patients. I only do give wellness adjustments. Wow, okay. So now the doctor is ignoring the patient's symptoms, ignoring the patient's problem and only giving quote-unquote wellness adjustments, diagnosing them with a wellness, wellness code and doing a wellness adjustment. Meanwhile, the patient gets worse, goes to the surgeon. surgeon says, that doctor screwed you up. You should sue him. Does a, does a discectomy and sends her on her way. She goes back to the attorney and says, this doctor hurt me, this chiropractor. Now, we all are going to agree that the chances that this chiropractor hurt this patient are basically zero. That, that disc was a problem from the very beginning. I don't think there's anything he could have done to make it worse. But I want you all to understand this, or I want you all to ask yourself this question. How many of you listening to this call right now would agree that even though he didn't create the problem, he's going to pay for it. See, the documentation didn't match the patient's issues. So regardless if you're cash or not, and the reason why in the deposition the doctor said he didn't take full-blown notes is because, well, the patient's cash. Who cares? Definitely, just from a risk management standpoint, ladies and gentlemen, that is not the script. So you got to understand, these treatment plans are really, really important. So how does this work and how, do you, how does it make it faster? Because if you've got to write all this stuff down and measure everything else, that becomes a problem. Well, what we've done in our auto-proof income system is we've been able to do something, and this is the part that Brandon really, really liked. We've been able to customize EMR systems, your own personal EMR system, and give it a customized feel to where you're picking from paragraphs, not building the same paragraph over and over and over again, saving you tons and tons and tons of time. Now, the reason why that's important is because what we do is we do a couple different things. The first thing we do is we send the doctor a coding review sheet. They answer what they do, what codes they use, they send it to us, and we basically do a coding scrub of their office to be able to build compliant treatment plans. So the whole treatment plan is already built for them based on the type of practice they have, the type of outcomes they try to get, the type of equipment they have, the treatment protocols the doctors have are all built in advance written in insurance language. So that way the doctor just says, I want to do this service, this service, and this service, and it's automatically entered, saving them hours. Now, I have a client who's done this, and in fact, Brandon, it's one of your clients, we actually did this for him. He had this huge, 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 huge problem. What he found was he went away on, on, uh, on, on vacation and to go see some family members out of town, and he'd gone in and gone back out. Once he once he was uh, was up and running, he was totally fine. He's like, oh, everything's going great. And then all of a sudden, his his uh, billing manager called him up and said, hey, doc, we've got a problem. We've got no cash. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? We've been seeing the numbers are fine. I see the numbers every day. Yeah, but our denied claims rate is probably close to about 40 45%. He goes, oh. So he flies back and comes back in, starts looking at stuff. He's trying to look, doesn't see, doesn't know what's going on. Now, this guy calls me. We're personal good friends. He asked me to come up. I go up and see him, and we sit down, and we look, and he had no treatment plans, the associate, and was billing the entire case to the insurance companies, 60, 70, 80 visits without ever billing wellness care. And the guy said, listen, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for notes. I just bill it. So imagine everyone on the call, if you had to live 
on 60% of what you normally make. That's kind of tough. So, you know, it's a big issue. So we changed everything. We went back into his EMR system and changed it and edited it so what he was doing normally, actually, time-wise, would take the same amount of time to do but make a compliant treatment plan and then understand medical necessity. So we gave him some training, went through all this stuff. I was there in the guy's office for about uh, four or five days, worked everything out. Within six weeks, his profile with the insurance company is back to normal. He collected all his money. To this day, his PI cases and his insurance, he's had no problems and no denials, all because of him understanding what his treatment plans are for and when the patient reached MMI, they were done. If you don't have a good treatment plan, you can't do that. So you don't know when to actually go from active care to wellness care. And I, and I say that's probably like uh, if you've ever skydived, like jumping out of a plane without an altimeter on your wrist. Uh, like, uh, you jump out of the plane like, oh, the ground is getting really, really close. You know, if you don't know when to throw the, you know, to pull the ripcord, you don't know when to stop. Same thing with, you know, same thing with medical necessity. You don't know when, and you don't set up the treatment plan, you don't know actually when to go from active care into wellness care. So, like I said, that's all built into our system, so it's already created. So it worked out perfectly, and it saved him millions and millions of dollars, especially since a lot of his visits weren't were paid for, and then he finally was able to go ahead and send it in and actually get that stuff paid. So those are the two big things about day one. Now, I know Brandon mentioned something earlier about wellness notes, and this is the one when I was in practice that drove me up a wall. You see, I always ask this question to people. You really, really backed up on notes? And 9 out of 10 say yes. The one who says no is the one who don't take notes, which is crazy because that happens. Trust me, I've got some stories on that too. So have you ever been so backed up on notes? The answer is yes. Of course it has. We all have that. Even when I was in practice, I had that too. But what I found was by reviewing this was when I was in practice, I found that a lot of my patients were wellness care. Now, this happened again with a client of mine who sees about 1,200 people a week. I get down to his office and I start reviewing. He's like, I don't have time to take notes. I go, wow, don't have time to take notes. You've seen 1,200 people a week. That's a big, big footprint to leave out there with no notes. He goes, well, you know, I can see more, but I don't have time. I said, no problem. So we went through his process and we found out that 80% of his visits were wellness care. And I said, you know, you're spending all your time trying to document an active care case when there is no active care. The patient's in wellness care. What are you doing? He goes, I don't understand. What do you mean? I said, what you've done, Doc, is you've taken the horse, you've killed it, you've led it to water, you've drowned it, and then you haven't done enough, so you've killed it again, and you shot it, and you stomped on it, and you tried to get it, then you tried to revive it to get a drink of water, and you led the horse to water, you can't get the drink because you've killed it. There's no way. You just not, it's not going to work. You try, you've over-engineered the whole entire process. So when I was going through this with him, it led me to this thought that, you know what I need to do? I need to give people the policy. What if I just read to you what you're required to do on, you know, on your daily notes? So we have day one. Here's your daily notes. There's three components. You need a history, right? You're subjective, and you need to have a review of the chief complaint and the changes since last visit, okay? And that's quite interesting, dude. It's, you know, everyone does that. And then the system review of relevance. Okay, great, no problem. Whether or not you do that or it's relevant or not to the patient, okay, no problem. Then you got a physical exam. Makes sense. I do the exam with the PRT exam, and I assess the change in the patient. Got it. You need to give an evaluation of treatment effectiveness. Got it. And that's really whether or not the patient 
you know, tolerated it and responded well. Okay, no problem. And then you document what you did that day. No problem. But there is a problem. Because in wellness care, what are you measuring? Think about it this way. Let's say you had you know, a glass of water and you started to pour water in it. And let's say you poured about half a glass of water. Would you, if you wanted a full glass, would you pour more water? Yeah. Okay. So why don't we take a second glass and it's full already? If it's already full, would you try and pull more water into it? No. Why? Because I already have a full glass of water. So isn't that overkill trying to overfill a glass of water? And the answer is yes, it is. So my question to everyone here is this. If you're taking notes in active care, but you're doing it for patient wellness care, let me ask you a question. Real quick, just think to yourself, what are you measuring? What are you measuring? I mean, if the patient's already as good as they're going to get, what are you still measuring? And then on top of that, why are you measuring it? Like I said, if you're pouring water in a glass, would you still continue to pour water would you, so it could go all over the place? No, you'd stop. Great. So, you know, if you think about it, wellness notes, right, are meant to continue the state that the patient is in. You're done managing their active loss of activities of daily living. They're at maximum medical improvement now. So if they're there, why in the world are you still trying to do a daily note that Medicare would approve when they're not even going to pay for it? See, that's the whole idea that we talked about earlier and what Brandon talked about. You know, it, it, the most scarce resource we have in life is time. So, you know, you've lost money. We've all lost money. We went through some major issues in the 90s and two, in early 2000s on real estate and the bank everything else, right? And, and if you just got involved with Brandon like I did and realized that, oh, you know what, I, I actually am in better shape now than I've ever been, you know, you come to the realization that you can lose money and make money back if you follow what they're telling you to do. But the only thing you can't get back is time. So if Tony Tom, Tom Robbins said time's new currency, then I have a question for you. Who here has a lot of free time? Especially if you're trying to take active care notes and measure all the stuff when there is nothing to do. There's nothing to measure. So imagine it this way. Imagine getting time back. Like taking an hourglass and then having the sand go up instead of down. You see, We've been able to do that for our doctors. In our unapproved income system, with our wellness notes, what we've been able to do is make that process so much faster, especially for my doc when I was talking about seeing 1,200 patients a week. He's up to almost 1,500 a week. Why? Because with our unapproved income system, he was able to save, you ready, three hours a week by utilizing our process. Now, Let's go through what three hours a week means. That may not sound like a lot. Three hours a week is 12 hours a month. What would you do for an extra 12 hours a month? And 12 hours a month isn't a lot. What would you do with 19 and a half work days extra a year? Because that's what he got back. Because he was able to utilize a process that gave him everything he needed. So what we're able to do in these auto-proof income systems is able, we're able to modify your wellness notes so that it becomes a simple process. Plus, and you go, well, Doc, well, you know, how does that really help me anyway? Well, not just from time, 
what we're able to do is make your notes look like novels. Yeah, novels. As compared to your notes now, where they're the same over and over and over and over and over again, like days of our lives, where it's the same story, the patient loves pain, patient wants pain, patient needs pain, patient wants pain, patient has pain, patient loves pain, over and over and over again for 3,000 visits. What if they were like novels instead of days of our lives? What if they were like, uh, let's call it a Tom Clancy novel? Hi, this is Jack Ryan. Since we, you know, since uh, this is the first time we met Jack Ryan, let's call it the book Cardinal and the Kremlin, something like that, right? Uh, this is Jack Ryan. Today, Jack Ryan is in the Naval Academy, just graduates. We send him to uh, uh, Russia. He saves the world from nuclear holocaust in the end. Now, let's say the next book is, I don't know, Hunt for an October. Okay, great. Since we last saw Jack Ryan, the book starts out, right? He's been in the base of the CIA. He jumps on a plane, ends up in the middle of the North Atlantic, meets Ramius, saves the world from nuclear holocaust at the end. Next book, uh, Clear and Present Danger. Okay, great. Since the last time we saw Jack Ryan riding down a Connecticut River with Ramius, follow me, that's what your notes should look like. There should be a defined difference between active care and wellness care. And in our autoproof income system, when we modify your notes, we actually have not just different text, but a different visual format. That way, no matter who reviews the records, everyone understands two things. One, the patient was reviewed today. They have a diagnosis of V70.9. If you want to write that down, V70.9, which is no condition. They're stable. And at the very, very top of the note, it says wellness note, and then the adjustment code is given as S8990, okay? Now, this makes life easy, because if you can do this note in two seconds, that saves us from having to deal with a 15 or 20 second note. That's how my doctor in Florida was able to save hours a week. Now, those are the, you know, the big things. So. I know Brandon and I have talked a lot about it, and this is the reason why this one issue I'm going to talk about next is really the biggest issue that Brandon has, has really saw fit to go ahead and have me work with a lot of his people, and that's this. If you're on the call, I want you to ask yourself this question, okay? Have you bought an EMR system, okay, and either had a problem implementing it or didn't implement it at all? So how many of you have actually tried to implement it and you're struggling now, okay? You're struggling to make it do all the things that we're talked about so far, okay? This is what I call the empty box syndrome, okay? Research shows that 73% of EMR users don't implement the system. Two main reasons. One, the system lacks the clinical information that is directly related to your type of practice. And then two, it doesn't match from an implementation style the way you learn. So those two issues are huge. Now, I relate this to, let's call it online dating. Okay? Online dating is just like EMR shopping. You see, you see an online picture, you think, oh, wow, he or she is really hot. I think I'll go ahead and ask her on a date. And then all of a sudden you get there, and she looks nothing like her picture from 1987. Same thing with EMR systems. Oh, this is really cool. It does really, oh, it calls patients. It does this. Oh, really cool. I love it. And then all of a sudden you get there and you're like, ah, what did I do? And then 
you freeze. Now, our autoproof income system will actually do the work for you. And there's three ways we can help you with this. We can help you get past this empty box syndrome. We have three different packages. Okay? We have a therapeutic package where we create macros for your system, specific macros for your system, and include all the forms. Okay? All the forms, macros for your system, and when I say system, I mean ChiroTouch, Platinum, Atlas, eConnect, uh, Eclipse, Silk One, okay? All these different systems that are out there. ChiroTouch, like I, said, I think I said that one already. Have all these different systems, okay? And adding them all the time. We're up to like eight or nine systems. And all the intake forms. Everything that, you're, that you need to do in that program that we have is $24.97. Now we also have what I call a corrective package where we do a couple other things for you. Yes, you get the macros that we have for a system, but in addition, what we also do is we give you 30 days of one-on-one -on -one training and personalized customization to make sure they match what you do. All that, and at the end, we'll actually, this is the best part, record your own personalized training that matches your personalized macros and give it to you for upload. I'm sorry, give it to you for download so you could actually train new staff as they come in. That program is $44.97. Okay? Then we also have this. How many people would like me to come and actually train them? We could actually do that. I have a full staff of compliance officers and everything else. We will actually, for our wellness package, and when we talk about wellness for your patients, talk about wellness for your practice, we'll actually create for you a lifetime support for your practice, and in addition, send someone to your office to help you implement the system and customize it for you. That program is $12,497. We'll do that whole thing for you. Now, the reason why I have this, and I created this system, is very, very simple. And it came from a friend of mine. See, I've known this guy since we were in school, okay, almost 20 years. And what fascinated me was, like I said earlier, I've spent 13 years studying and teaching these Medicare policies, defending chiropractors and audits, not to mention the team of lawyers that I have, right, certified coders and compliance officers, all this different stuff, right, helping me to create this problem, uh, create this product, excuse me. And then all of a sudden, I get on the phone with a friend of mine, and he says, hey, listen, I just went through your demo on ChiroTouch. I said, oh, great, no problem. What's going on? Well, I don't know if I really want to do this. I'm like, oh, why? He goes, well, you see, I'm sitting here, you know, doing my notes today, and, you know, and I, like my, I like my system. I said, you like your system? Really? Yeah, yeah, I like my system. Well, wait, wait, wait a second, buddy. Um, I've known you since we didn't know what chiropractic was, and since then, you've always been off on Thursdays. Isn't today Thursday? He goes, yeah, why? I looked at my phone. Why are you calling me from the office? He says, well, uh, you know, I'm here doing my notes on a Thursday. I'm like, whoa, 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 time out. Let me get this straight. You're, on, you're in your office on a Thursday? Yeah. Why? I got to do notes. Okay, let me get this straight. I have all this training, all this help, and you think that the way you do it is better. Well, I've been through an audit. Yeah, I understand. There's more than one way to skin a cat. So let me ask you. What are you doing? 
He's like, oh, I'm just doing notes. No, you're wasting time. You see, what point was he missing? He's sitting in his office on a day off. You see, what he was missing was the proven system to make him go faster. If, if you're involved in this whole big process of, of freedom fast track and, and business fast track, is this congruent with what these guys are teaching you to, to be working on your day off? If time's a new commodity, then how much time did he spend trying to make his own customizations? Or in other terms, ready? How much money did it cost him to sit there and make his own customizations and then be there on his day off? How much? I did the math. It cost him, on average, let's say it's $200 an hour that he makes. He spent in time over the last three years, almost $180,000 by the time he adds everything up. Research, time in front of the computer, reading stuff, when he could have just been done with it and been moving on to his way. So I understand, and I know Brandon's teaching this stuff, and I just wanted to ask you, ready? If what Brandon's teaching you is how to work faster, <clears throat> work smarter, all stuff. I know in chiropractic we use this term congruent quite a bit, so let me ask you if this fits. Is, is, is being congruent, right, is it congruent to be working on your day off with what Brand is teaching you in the business fast track? Are those two things, do they go together? I don't think so. So let me, let me just say this one more time. I, I, I have a good friend of mine who, who wrote a book and he talks about something called the pain of change. And what I want to do is I just want to explain to you what I want you to, you know, I want you to do something. Now, you've seen it in your practice, and I love this because I've seen it in when I was in practice too. You got that patient. They're intalgic. They're standing over your table. They can't bend over. They can't stand up straight. And you look at them and say, lay down. And they go, Doc, I can't. I understand, but you need to lay down. No, 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 Doc, I can't lay down. Why can't you lay down? Oh, if I, if I lay down, it's going to hurt. I know it's going to hurt, but if you lay down, I can help you. No, 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 no. If I stand right here at this angle and bend over this way, I, 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 it doesn't hurt. I understand. But if you lay down, you'll be able to be standing up in any position. No, 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 I can't. Okay, we'll take your time and just lay, we'll get you there. Lay down. Now, how many of you have had this happen to you in the last week? We've all had this. So what's wrong with this patient? Right? The patient, oh, they don't want to move. Why? Because they're happy with where they're at. But let me ask you a question. If they stay where they are, does the pain ever go away? No. The answer is no, it doesn't. But what happens if they go through the pain of change? then eventually that pain does go away. And it's the same thing here. If you sit here and do the same thing over and over and over and over again, you're going to end up in the same place you're at a year from now. Notes that don't meet Medicare quality. Spending time in your office on a Thursday, on a day off, you should be out with your family. Or you go through the pain of changing. So let me ask you a question. What's the difference between the two? 
The answer is very simple. Pain of change eventually ends, and you come out the other side stronger. So I know you might want some information from me about this, and I, there's a couple ways you can get in touch with me. First way is this. If you want, you can text your name and your email address to this number, 843-882-5312, 843-882-5312. Text me your name and email address, and what I'll do is I'll get back with you and go over anything you want to go through, give you tours of the systems, no problem at all. If you'd like a copy of my slide set that I used for today's presentation, text me that information. I'll get that to you too. But either way, Brandon, thanks. I appreciate you giving me the time. I, I, I just, uh, I'm, so, I, I'm so passionate about this, and, and I've been doing this for so long, and it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to, uh, to, to see how this dovetails with the way you guys run business. I'm so impressed with everything that Garrett's done, and, and me working with you guys has been phenomenal. I mean, financially in the last, oh, God, two months, my whole financial picture has turned I just life insurance, my savings. I mean, if something were to happen tomorrow, I've got I got everything all worked out, and I'm just uh, and it's it's just so awesome to be working with you guys, and and actually to be working with like-minded chiropractors who uh, are totally into the same thought process of uh, improving their business. So I want to thank you also for that for this opportunity too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's my pleasure, and and um, as as everyone's listening to this, listen. Time is important, and I know when I talk with many of you that there's there's not enough time, priorities aren't getting done, and think about paperwork. Think about how much time you spend on paperwork. Think about the time that you sacrifice with your family. Think about the time that you spend on your day off working, as John alluded to. Think about the money that you're potentially losing or leaking, which is what part of what Freedom Fast Track is all about. Identify leaks. But what what is what is the most powerful thing about John and what he does for chiropractors is it's all about sole purpose. And this is something that John has immersed himself in and he's an expert in and he spends every day working on it and thinking about it. Where most of you, as I know, want to spend as little time thinking about it and doing it as possible. And you know what? I get it. I don't like to do paperwork either. Uh, but one thing I do like to do is get paid for the value that I create, and I know that you do too. And this is what Freedom Fast Track is all about, utilizing other people's sole purpose and what they're passionate about and their gifts and their talents so that you can do more of the value creation activities that allow you to create at the highest level, and when you create at the highest level, dollars follow that value. So. John, I want to thank you again for, for spending this time with us, and I strongly urge you to have a conversation with John, talk to him about what it would look like for your practice, and get involved and utilize his sole purpose to make your practice better. So, John, thanks again for being with us. No, thank you. I really, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So thanks, everyone. And if you have any questions for me, feel free to reach out to me as well. Thank you.